That's all, that's all we are ever doing, right? We are all, all of us, if you had to zoom all the way out in this human play that we are, this human playground that we're on in earth, we're all coming back home. We're all walking home. We're all walking each other home and we're walking ourselves home to what? To God, to love, to the divine truth. And in many ways, you could describe that divine truth as enoughness. We're remembering our enoughness, not just to feel that feeling, to feel that completeness, to feel that perfection in many ways. But we're here to remember that so we can expand together. So we can add to the earth that we're on. So we can add to the communities that we're a part of. So we can add to the families that we get the pleasure to love within. Welcome, beautiful beings, to season two of the Cosmic Love Antenna podcast with your host, Harrison Ma. This podcast sets the loving intention of creating the mystical space needed to pull back the layers restricting health, alignment, and love. Now let's walk you home to your cosmic spiritual heart space. Good morning, evening, afternoon, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to another solo soaked with my beautiful heart and yours today, diving into a hmm, very important conversation. They're always important here on the show, but this discussion today, this expression in many ways from my heart to yours is going to be a little bit deeper than normal. And that's saying a lot (laughs) here for this show, but we're going to go super deep into the conversation and topic around why you are enough and more importantly what's getting in the way of you acknowledging that what's getting in the way of you really sitting and feeling into that innate truth but before all of that today a quick little introduction here for all of those joining for the first time, either on the podcast or live on all the platforms. Welcome. I hope this brings you guidance today. If it does, please share this out far and wide with a friend, a family member, a lover. You can also leave your feedback over on Apple and Spotify. Remember when you do that in reviews, it helps me pick topics of the show, much like this one, to help you with your beautiful heart today. If you are joining live, either on Facebook or YouTube or LinkedIn, you can leave your comments in the comment section, and I'll actually add you into the show. If you have a question or something you want to you want to pose to me that is in line with the topic, I'd love to add you in and for you to be a part of this beautiful discussion. And I'd encourage you to join my Facebook community specifically. That's where I'm most active with the community and where you can get engagement and and interactions like this with me on the show. So you go to Facebook and look up your Cosmic Love Antenna and you can join through there. All right. So what are we going to be talking about today? So I'm going to be talking about this core limiting belief and this core belief of enoughness and more specifically why you don't feel enough, right? This core root limiting belief of not feeling like you are enough in all of the ways, why it's so important to release this And what are the spiritual teachings and practices to help you overcome 
the illusion of not enoughness and coming back to the deep divine truth of full enoughness in many ways. So that's really what we're going to be talking about today. And I hope it brings you a lot of guidance and love. So let's get straight into it. And I want to start by sharing a quote with you here on this topic. And this quote is from Mr. Deepak Chopra. And Deepak says, you alone are the judge of your worth. And your goal is to discover infinite worth in yourself. This quote in many ways highlights a lot of what I'm going to be talking about today, but very specifically shows you that your value, your enoughness, your worthiness is not an outside dependent metric. You already have, as Mr. Deepak says, that infinite value, that infinite worth, that infinite enoughness inside of you already. The question though, the key here is, are you looking for it? Are you searching? Are you have you found it? And I've noticed in my life, this is one of the reasons I wanted to do this chat today. I've noticed that this limiting belief has been coming up in many ways in my life. I've also seen it with some beautiful clients I've been working with, and it's pervasive. If you hold this limiting belief of not enoughness, you're not alone. If you grew up in a particular religion, if you grew up in a particular culture, if you grew up with the media that we have, with a certain family, with a certain friends, this limiting belief of not enoughness can very easily be programmed into us from these external components. So the first step here around releasing this limiting belief is letting go of the judgment that it's there in the first place. Letting go of the judgment that you've held onto it for so long. Letting go of the judgment that is in your field to begin with. Because it's very easy as the spiritual being having a human experience to pick up this illusion. And let me be very clear with my words. If you hold this limiting belief of not enoughness, it is one of the deepest, if not the deepest, root limiting belief that comes out in all of the ways. It manifests in all areas of your life. It manifests in your friendships. It manifests in your romantic love. It manifests in your family dynamics. It manifests in your physical well-being and the physical dis-ease that you have challenges moving through. It manifests in your ability to tap into the infinite abundance that's inside of you. And when I say abundance, I just I don't just mean financial abundance. It's definitely that. But it's also all the other areas of abundance. If you innately and unconsciously believe that you are not enough, then that is the reality that you will create in all of these areas. And you will continue, and I say this as someone who often catches himself in this, you will continue to find outside and maybe let's use the word search, you will continue to search for outside components to validate this enoughness. 
So you can see it's very key here to drop this away. Welcome, Darlene. I see you dropping in the chat. Thank you for joining. It's key here to come back to this enoughness to live a purposeful life. It's key here to have the health that you want. It's key here to have the relationships that you deserve. So I just share all this to highlight why this is important, why this is so important to one, bring awareness to the fact that you may hold this limiting belief of not enoughness, and two, to motivate you to come back to the truth, the truth that I will be proving to you in many different ways today, that you have always been enough, that you've never needed to prove the enoughness that is innate. All right, let's keep it flowing. Again, if you're joining live here on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube, you can pop your comments in the comment section or questions, and I will add you into the chat as we go. So I'd love to have you part of this conversation as we flow. So please feel free to drop in what's coming up for you as we go. Okay, so the first, the first reason uh, or the first illusion around that uh, first illusion that we need to move through to come back to our enoughness and why you are enough to begin with is a lot of misconceptions around karma. Many people perceive karma as wrong or right, good or bad, justifying or, or, or powerful versus evil. And in reality, what karma is, is balanced or unbalanced energy. It's very important to understand this distinction because if we believe that we are holding onto generations of evil karma or karma that we've done from our wrongdoings, then it can be very easy to fall under the illusion that now you are a bad person that needs to sacrifice and do the work or you are not enough. So one of the first places to start with this not enoughness is to understand what karma actually is. And put simply, karma is balanced or unbalanced energy. I'm going to keep going with this, but I just want to throw in some extra resources here for you listening, if this topic today gets you going, I'd recommend you go listen to some of the other episodes I've done on these topics, not just karma, but God and, and, and these bigger, the higher power and the unified field of love. I'm going to put these in the show notes, but I recommend you listen to episode 117 and 122, the unified field of love, episode 90, illuminating and healing religious trauma. And episode 65, Why You Are Not Separate to God. Okay, I'd also recommend you check out my book where I speak about a lot of these topics today in more depth. But let's keep going with the karma, okay? Unbal unbalanced or balanced energy, first thing to understand. Second thing to understand is karma, while we do move through different lifetimes where we've accrued karma, that is very true, Karma can simply be broken down into energy that is held in fear, pain, separation, 
or that's the unbalanced karma or balanced karma energy that's held in what in love in unity in oneness so why this distinction and perception of karma is relevant to the enoughness why you are enough is because it starts to release the judgment starts to release the pressure that you may have around having to clear all the karma yes you have the opportunity to bring karma back into balance to bring fear back into love to bring pain back into oneness but you are not judged either way you are not evil if you are holding on to this unbalanced karma you are not a saint if you are holding on to the good karma right these are all added layers of stories that we as humans add and causes separation and pressure on us so it's so, so important to understand this distinction as you go deeper into your spiritual path next up here another reason another beautiful justification around why you are enough to begin with is you are god experiencing itself you are god experiencing love you are god experiencing more and what do i mean by this i'm going to share another quote here again by mr deepak one of my favorite spiritual mentors mr deepak says deep inside of us there is a god in embryo it it has only one desire it wants to be born deep inside each of us is a god in embryo it has only one desire it wants to be born what this shows us and i'm going to share another analogy here in a second to highlight this but what this shows us is not only are we infinitely worthy infinitely valuable infinitely enough we as the god that we are are here to expand are here to evolve an analogy i want to use to describe this that can break down the stages of this awakening that we all move through this awakening as deepak says of the god in embryo that we are is i would describe it as three different stages and this came through as came through from another mentor in my world recently the first stage i'm going to use the I'm going to use the image of a puzzle as a a as a puzzle piece or a puzzle map or a puzzle image okay first step first stage is the asleep individual the asleep individual is the puzzle piece that is separate from the whole the puzzle piece that feels like he or she is separate in many ways this would be a person that has a lot of unbalanced karma as we just described right a lot of pieces that are separate and fall under the illusion 
that we are separate from God. We are separate from love. We are separate from oneness. That is the puzzle piece that is on the outside yet to be joined. Stage one. Stage two is that puzzle piece, that piece of God that we are, awakens and remembers that it is a part of the whole. So now stage two, that individual puzzle piece joins in the larger puzzle, right? It fits in perfectly, right? This is the individual soul expression, remembering that it is a part of the oneness. But stage three, and this connects to God experiencing itself and God loving more, stage three is that individual puzzle piece aware that it's a part of the oneness, but then also sees that it is a unique piece of that oneness. It has its own little distinction, a part of the bigger puzzle image. And why is that the case? In my experience, my perspective is because you as the individual piece of God, of oneness, of love that you are, that is worthy and complete already, is here to help the oneness God expand, to evolve, to love more. So how this connects back to enoughness and this understanding and remembering of your enoughness, your completeness, is it gives us a reason for being. The reason for being is not completing ourselves because we already are complete. We already are enough. Our reason for being is adding more to that completeness, is adding more God to God, adding more love to love in our own unique way, in my own Harrison way, right? In Darlene's way. Right, in your way. And that can only begin, that can only start when you remember that you are complete and enough already. This is where the overspilling cup analogy can come in on top of the puzzle analogy, right? We are we, we want to fill our love cup up in this in this example. We want to remember our completeness, our wholeness. But then once it's full, we don't want to just keep it full. We want to spill it out into the outside world and expand. Okay. So this reading, all the beautiful comments, Darlene Happy, it resonated. The God, the God wants to be born inside of us. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful image and analogy that Deepak shares. Okay. Let's keep it going. Another reason why you are enough. And this, this component of this chat today, I share because many of us, and this is why I gave the episode that I did earlier, episode uh, 90 on illuminating and healing religious trauma. Many of us feel like we are not enough because we hold religious trauma around being separate to God. 
Okay. I gave that as the first stage in the, in the puzzle analogy I just described. Many of us hold the belief of being separate because of religious programming. Okay. And I share this all the time on the show. When I say religious programming, this isn't me condemning all religions. I think there are beautiful, mystical, loving foundations of all religions, but there is a lot of man-made separation energy and separation teachings within all the world religions. And whether you are religious in this lifetime or not, there is a very high chance that you have this religious programming inside of you from your ancestral line. So it's important to bring awareness to that programming, that programming that says there is a man on a cloud outside of you that is judging your actions, that programming that says that God is separate, that God is something that you need to prove yourself to, otherwise you are not enough. Otherwise, the universe is just another example. The universe will not be in your favor unless you do the thing, unless you sacrifice yourself, unless you do the prayers, unless you, you know, insert practice. And I'm, I'm going to be talking about those practices in a bit. But what I want to highlight here is you are not separate. Like that's the first understanding to come to. <clears throat> if you hold the belief that there is a higher power outside of you that is testing, that is marking you wrong or right, we need to look at this because this may be the very reason that you hold on to this belief of not enoughness. From the Vedic perspective, I'll share another teaching here. I I follow a lot of the Vedic teachings. And from the Vedic worldview, there is no objective outside reality. There is only the reality that you create from your internal state of consciousness. Another way of describing that is that there is no God outside of you. There is just the God that is internal, as Deepak said, the embryo waiting to awake. And then, and then there's you, the God, projecting out onto God, everything else. Okay, so it's all about your internal state of consciousness, your internal state of awakening, your internal state of spiritual evolution. And this happens right here, right now. This is not dependent on something outside of you changing for that to be the case. So when you feel like... You have to wait, you have to prove yourself to be that powerful, worthy, enough being. That's the illusion. Because the thing that's stopping you from doing that is you. And if you can stop yourself to do, in doing that, in feeling that enoughness, then you also have the solution to feel it. No one else. So that's another way of looking at it. Okay, and I won't speak too much more about the religious programming because I'd recommend you listen to that episode where I went on the whole chat about that. But it's just bring awareness to it if it's there for you because I know it was a big part of my upbringing. All right, next up here, let's keep it flowing. Welcome, 
welcome everyone that's dropping into the live on Facebook, on 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 uh, LinkedIn and YouTube. Again, if you have comments, questions today, it's bringing up anything, place it in the comment section. Yes, Darlene, you said episode 90. Yep, episode 90 where I talked about illuminating and healing religious trauma. So if you're listening on the podcast, just scroll back down and you'll see episode 90. I'll also put it in the show notes for this episode so you can click on it easily as well. Okay, next up around why you are enough. Why you are already enough. A reason, another component of this is if you are God, if you are source, if you are oneness, if you are the divine already, if you are enough already, you are also love. But specifically, you are also unconditional love. Not any kind of love. You are unconditional love. I'm going to share a quote here, this time from Rumi. Rumi says, You have within you more love than you could ever understand. You have within you more love than you could ever understand. And in many ways, what Rumi, from my perception, is illuminating here is that you, your source of divinity, your source of enoughness, your source of God, your source of the divine, however you want to refer to it as, your source of higher power, its truest nature is unconditional love. So what does that practically mean? What it practically means is that you are loved either way. You are here to experience all of what life has to offer. So when you are asking yourself if you are enough, the answer is yes, because you are unconditional love. This also brings up the distinction here between free will and divine will. And I want to speak about this spiritual understanding to add into this topic to, to help with this. Free will, I would define as the choice choices you are making from a human level that are most likely coming from unbalanced karma, right? When we use our free will, we are making very human choices that most often lead to pain. And that's beautiful, right? Because that pain is a part of the experience. That pain helps us to see that which is unbalanced so we can come back to what balanced karma, as I talked about at the start. But there is another option that we can always take. If we're not making choices with free will, we are surrendering over to divine will. And divine will I would define as making a choice that is beyond the human mind, making a choice that is allowing our divine source, our divinity, our source of unconditional love to be channeled. And 99% of the time, that divine will will know more than what our human mind does. For example, when we are making a choice from free will in our relationships, often it's coming from old programming from old pain, from inner child wounds, from fears of not wanting to be abandoned, to be rejected, 
right? You deserve to make these choices, right? Remember, you are loved either way. But if we make a choice in that same relationship dynamic with divine will, we're usually surrendering through the fear, surrendering through the pain. We are letting go of control. We are having faith that this unfolding, even though it's painful, is happening for my greatest good. Even though we can't see it in the moment, it unfolds for us. Right, that would be a small distinction here between free will and divine will. And this shows you that no matter what choice, no matter what scale you're on, no matter what side, free will or divine will, you're still enough. Both bring value. You're either illuminating unbalanced karma to bring it back into love, or you're making a choice from love, from balanced karma, and you're continuing your evolution as the God that you are. Both are loved. So you can't get it wrong. Can't be judged. I hope that resonates with your heart. You're welcome, darling. Just see your, saw your comment in the Facebook. Let's keep it flowing. Yeah. And I would encourage you as you're listening to this discussion, feel the, these words that I'm saying. I'm speaking a lot. I'm sharing a lot of things. But there's presence in this conversation today. And you can feel it in the, in the words that I speak and in the spaces between words. Darlene, you're sharing. When I was young, I asked God, when I was in religion to help me love because I knew I could only love as much as I could, as I could, but I knew God was love and I knew God would teach me how to love. I'm becoming God. I'm becoming the God that I am. Beautiful. Darlene. And I'll just put a little piece to that. That's all. That's all we are ever doing. Right. We are all, all of us. If you had to zoom all the way out, in this human play that we are, this human playground that we're on in earth, we're all coming back home. We're all walking home. We're all walking each other home and we're walking ourselves home to what? To God, to love, to the divine truth. And in many ways you could describe that divine truth as enoughness, right? As that you are enough. Okay, let's keep it flowing. So another reason why you are enough to begin with is that there is no time, there is no destination, there is no future event, future heaven, future place that you need to get to. Many of us do not feel like we are enough because we're not doing all the things to get to that future state and place and, 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 and expansion, whatever you want to call it. Right. As an example, uh, in religious teachings, Christianity, we, many, many, many of us don't feel like we're enough because we haven't done the things that we need to do to get us into heaven. Right. That's just one example. And I'm going to share a quote here from the Course in Miracles. So many quotes today. I love it. I'm going to share a quote here from the Course in Miracles. It says, Heaven is not a place or a condition. 
It is merely an awareness of perfect oneness. Heaven is not a place or a condition. It is merely an awareness of perfect oneness. That quote, you could break down almost every single word in that quote, but I'm just going to pull out a couple here. First is heaven is not a condition. What was I just speaking about earlier? You are not conditional love. You are unconditional love. The other piece here, heaven is an awareness of perfect oneness. Another way to say that is of a God that is enough already, an awareness of that godly enoughness. That is not a future state. That is not a place that we need to get to. It is a place that we are already. But the differentiating factor, and this is so important to see and acknowledge, the differentiating factor is the awareness of it, is the awareness of the oneness, the perfection, the enoughness, the divinity that we are. Right? This all begins in the heart, coming back to the heart. This is why I do so much work with clients and on this show and in the world with the heart. As soon as we drop into the heart, we move beyond the conditions, we move beyond the time, we move beyond the destination, and we remember that we're not running out of anything. Another example of this is this is one of the reasons we have multiple lives. This is why we come back. Right. So let's say for whatever reason that you don't work out any of your karma, you don't balance any of that energy in this lifetime, you'll come back and you'll get another opportunity and another one and another one and another one with no judgment, with just love and just the desire to experience more, to experience more of either the unbalanced energy or the energy that's balanced. The, either the fear and the pain that brings lessons and experience or the love and the oneness You're starting to get the picture. <laughs> it's so important to feel, right? And these lessons, these spiritual teachings, you feel them more than you logically understand them because the mind, it holds that separation. The ego mind, again, with no judgment, it's what it's there for. It's there to separate us. The ego mind is there to create that separation so that God can experience God, so that that puzzle piece can see that other puzzle piece. But if you drop into your heart, you can feel these truths. You know them to be true. This is why you get angry and agitated and righteous when you hear the opposite to these truths. Not because you're 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 there to condemn the person that holds that opposite truth or that fear, because you, but because you know the true reality, the deepest part of you knows the truest reality. Okay, let's keep it flowing. So another illusion, another illusion that gets in your way of your enoughness. Okay, and I'm going to teach about this to remind you of your enoughness is this spiritual teaching or this spiritual illusion that we have to chop wood and carry water 
or we have to do the work. Otherwise, we can't meet God. Or, and I spoke about this earlier, we have to sacrifice ourselves first before we are worthy and enough to be God or to meet God or to interact with God. And remember, I'd encourage you to replace God with any word that resonates with you, like oneness, divinity, source. It's all the same name. So this is another another illusion that gets in a way of your enoughness, that you have to do all of the practices. You have to do all of the prayers. You have to do all of the mantras. You have to do all of the sitting in front of the altar, speaking to the priest, speaking to the spiritual guide. Otherwise, you're not enough. Otherwise, you won't have access to this truth. And once again, this is an illusion. Do not get me wrong here with my words. This doesn't mean that these spiritual practices aren't needed. But what it does mean is that there is no judgment, no expectation, no force outside of you that, again, is ticking the box whether you do this or not. Depending on the amount of karma that you have, you may be under a lot of illusion, a lot of separation energy, a lot of fear, a lot of pain. Right? That is why you get the choice to be more devotional to self, to come back to the truth of your divinity, the truth of your oneness, the truth of your enoughness. But just because you have that choice, just because you have that opportunity, doesn't mean you are judged whether you take it or not. This is the important distinction to see. Because we fall under the illusion of if we are not doing the practices, if we are not breaking through the illusion, if we're not showing up in devotion for oneself, then we'll go to hell. That we won't be worthy. That we won't be loved. That we won't be enough. And it's incorrect. The enoughness, the worthiness is innate. But the awareness, as the Course in Miracles highlighted a second ago, that's the differentiating factor. And that's why you do the practices, right? To go deeper into that awareness, to remember what you've always been. Just reading your comments, Darlene. I I was so there I was I was there so long as a catholic it's not easy breaking away but god is love i'm learning truth in my life now and this is amazing happy it's resonating darling and for longtime listeners of the show that is one of the reasons that this show exists is my own awakening of that truth that darling just described that god in many ways is this love i've been speaking about in many different aspects today and it's this truth brings you back to this enough state this enough acknowledgement that we are speaking of so i want to wrap up this conversation today with an invitation and some love to you that if this has hit your heart today, if this has brought some extra awareness around your enoughness, 
please do not just leave and go on with your day. If you came into this conversation and you held this belief that you are not enough, and after listening to this conversation, you've awakened to the truth, it is not the time to go back to the way that was. It is now the time to share this truth and this light with not just you in different spaces and places, right? Different consciousness states while you're at work, while you're with family, while with friends, lovers, etc. But also share this with other people. Right? So my invitation here is if you understand and this resonates everything I've discussed today, my invitation is for you to embody this. My invitation is for you to be this truth that you are already. Be this truth of your enoughness already so that you can help others feel that. So you can help others remind themselves of this. So you can help others be that puzzle piece, that unique puzzle piece that they are of the oneness. So they can step into what they are here to do. But because that's why we are remembering our enoughness, if we were to add one more thing here, we're remembering our enoughness, not just to feel that feeling, to feel that completeness, to feel that perfection in many ways. But we're here to remember that so we can expand together. So we can add to the earth that we're on. So we can add to the communities that we're a part of. So we can add to the families that we get the pleasure to love within. So take that beautiful action. And remember that you're not alone. Another reason I do this show, another reason I do this for a living, right? If this chat today ignited you and you need extra support with this, this is where I really talk about a lot in my mentoring and coaching. So please reach out. I'd also encourage you to check out the other episodes I've done. I'll put them in the show notes. I mentioned them a few times here today. But remember that you're so loved. And until next time here on the show, I send you so much light. I send you so much encouragement for your day that's ending or your day that's about to begin. And I'll see you again very soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna with me, your host, Harrison. If you gained value or this episode hit your heart, please remember to share this out with a friend, a family member, or a lover. You can also leave your love over on Apple Reviews and Spotify Star Feedback, and this helps me spread my frequency to more souls in need. Finally, if you want to connect with me deeper, want to reach out, interested in coaching, please follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Harrison Ma, Ma spelled M-E-A-G-H-E-R. Sending you so much love.
Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. 